Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 47, Generations, and the weirdest episode ever. I'm broadcasting live, well, live for me from the Power of Change Worldwide headquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. Y'all, I'm taking a break right now from what Kev on stage from Real Comedians of Social Media called Premium Select Meats. In other words, at the barbecue, kids get hot dogs, the adults get premium select meats when you're when you're a kid you don't get ribs you don't get chicken you don't get bratwurst other premium select meats and today friends right now i'm smoking ribs in my backyard as i speak it's my day off i'm chilling it's friday taking a little time to drop a podcast for you guys though out there in the underground because i had a great morning with some friends i'll tell you about that here in a minute if you were with us last time around episode 47 uh, new style secular religion we looked at kind of western civilization secularism in its religious aspect its dogma its priesthood its cathedrals its heretics its holdouts its militants even and we looked at some of the clashes right that are happening within new secular ideology be it gender wars right trans activism versus feminism Certain times, certain types of secularists, modernists versus postmodernists, other things like wars between secular uh, religionists like P.Z. Myers and Sam Harris, political warfare, secular left, secular right, crazy, Islamophobia, Islamic in- ignorance, uh, immigration, what's it mean to become American today, or our last little warfare was consumer fragmentation of the community through choice and preference. You know, I got my list of shows. I got my list of podcasts, my movies, my music handpicked by me or by algorithms that study me, right? Oh, man, we are going to hit that up, Jesse and I. We're going to hit this consumer fragmentation idea up next week in episode 48. But today, I just wanted to drop some thoughts for you on one of the great blessings of my life. Now, this may sound silly, uh, but one of the big blessings of life is friendship. And for me, uh, I almost every morning, I get up, read something in the Bible, hang with my kids. We usually do some, you know, a little devotional as a family for the kids roll out. And then I usually spend, uh, you know, maybe half an hour on a Signal chat group. Now, Signal is one of these privacy encrypted end-to-end chat uh, applications, chat apps on Android, iOS. Uh, so if you don't want Facebook spying on you, you don't want, you know, the the government looking in on what you're saying, uh, you know, signals your place. But I have a chat group on Signal with three friends who live in three different parts of the world from me. Uh, one is in England. He's he's American, but he's an expatriate living in London. Uh, one is in New Jersey, represent, and another one's in Virginia, in Charlottesville. That's where the University of Virginia Wahoos are. I'm in Blacksburg, where the Virginia Tech Hokies are. We dominate in the, them in football every year, forever. That's all you need to know. But these brothers, we have a chat group um, around soccer or English soccer or European soccer. Uh, one of our friends, Jared, likes uh, Barcelona. So he he tries to make us talk about La Liga, but there's like uh, a team called Gelato or something who's in fourth place in La Liga. And we all know that uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona, eh, maybe, maybe uh, Atletico Madrid, maybe a few other teams are okay. But other than that, it's a, it's a pretty junky league. When you can win 8 nothing against some teams, come on now. So we talk mainly about the English Premier League in soccer. And we have two Manchester United, 
uh, supporters in that thread, an Arsenal supporter, and I think, I don't know, our Barcelona fan brother, he, he tries to like uh, the Tottenham Hotspur, just, I think, to annoy Eric, who likes the uh, Arsenal. So, hey, guys, you're getting a lot of shout-outs today because you inspired this podcast. Now, first of all, you got to learn something. If you're out there and you're a guy, this is going to make sense to you. If you're out there, undergrounder, and you're a lady, um, females, you're going to hear something today that you need to know, and you understand it too. You study guys more than guys study themselves. Well, who am I kidding? But guys typically huddle up around other things in order to talk about real things. Now, I ain't trying to out our conversations uh, from me and my brothers today, but it's it's a beautiful thing when you understand it that guys typically need to do something else and then while doing that, they can really love each other. Well, it's kind of a cool thing, but it's a guy. Guys do this, right? Um, ladies, man, they, you know, it's different. It's just different, you know. Uh, that's why small group Bible studies, man, women fill those up in the church. Um, guys, you know, they, they like to do something else, you know. So anyway, um, could be fishing, hunting, DJing, right? Could be like writing rap lyrics. Could be sports, like, you know, the NFL, NBA. My son likes the NBA. He and I are bonding over uh, the Greek freak uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks. This could be stock markets, making money, business, do-it-yourself projects. Could be a lot of things that guys could be barbecuing premium select meats in the backyard. Uh, guys huddle up around these things. But when they do that, right, they can talk about real life and love each other well. So today, you know, in our chat, we were talking about things like tying neckties, uh, two guys liking Windsor knots, uh, uh, one other preferring classic four-in-hand necktie knots, and me not knowing either even what I know how to do. I know how to tie one style of necktie knot, and I learned that it is the four-in-hand, okay? So that's good, because uh, I only wear ties, right, for uh, weddings, funerals, or when my wife <laughs> makes me for some reason, which is very rare, actually, thank God. Um, so I'm a four-in-hand guy, and I found this quote on GQ.com, right? You gotta You got to find out what GQ is saying. And this article, I love it because there's a quote I found that I sent to the brothers that said this, I always go four in hand because I'm Irish and generally don't like things started by the foppish Duke of Windsor on principle. Now, that is a fantastic quote, guys. Uh, first of all, it used the word foppish, which who knows what that means? Nobody knows. I looked it up for you. It's uh, concerned with his clothes and appearance in an affected and excessive way, right? So you got that friend who's foppish. So, and I'm Irish. Man, man, my name is Monaghan. That's a, there's a county in Ireland named Monaghan. Um, so I'm Irish. So, of course, I don't use no foppish Duke of Windsor not on my neckties. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, we were talking about that. But we are also talking about more serious things today, like how long... Each of us have been married, um, and, and, and in our crew, right, there's a guy that's been married three years. I did that wedding, tied that knot well, uh, that, a permanent knot there, uh, five years, three years, five years, 11 years, and respectively, um, I hit 23 years. Casey and I will be married 23 years this month. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think so, too. So I wrote this little text to him. I said, five for J, three for E, 11 for B, and 23 for me, and I said, it's a hip-hop song, and so the guys kind of, they didn't, they didn't double-dog dare me, but they requested that I would rap on the podcast. Now, before you start your hating, right, um, haters are going to hate or haters hate. They will. That's what Yoda would say to you, right? Haters hate. They will. Um, don't, don't think that I can't flow now. Come on now. You're, you're skeptical right now. Cause I'm about to rap. Actually, uh, you're going to make fun of me. I don't care cause I'm doing this for my friends. So 
if I were to drop this a little bit more West Coast style, a little slow to the flow, I would say five for the J, three to the E, 11 for the B, and 23 for me. That's what I would do, right? So, and look, I'm not going to, you know, we're talking about marriage. I'm not going to drop, you know, a chorus where I'm going to say my mind's on my honey and my honey's on my mind. I'm not going to do that because that would deserve your derision <laughs> or if you wanted to drop it a little less west coast maybe speed it up do it white boy style uh five for the j3 for the e 11 for the b and 23 for me maybe you could do that a little bit too if you like eminem or pastor eminem i got a pastor that looks like eminem friend and kate may what's up bill lackey anyway i want to begin a little discussion after all this nonsense, after all, this is called Generations in the Weirdest Episode Ever. Uh, but I want to start in a strange way here and quote myself. Now, this is one of the things that one ought not typically to do. So if you're on social media and someone, I've seen this, I've seen this, friends. Do, don't do this where something is written like on Twitter or Facebook or the gram and it's in quotation marks, and there's no author listed for it. And I've even asked dudes because I kind of got a sniff of what they were doing. I was like, "Hey, who's that quote by?" And it's and it's by the person's social media. So if you're quoting yourself, don't put quotation marks around your quote and put it on social media. It's something that we ought not do. But I'm going to break that rule on the podcast here. Uh, and just uh, throw out something that I typed out for the dudes that I was interacting with because we were having, you know, we went from neckties to making fun of soccer teams to uh, daring me to rap uh, to talking about life. And so I wrote this to these men and all these guys are younger than me because uh, I'm an old head, man. One of the biggest enemies as you age is nostalgia. The other is fear of the future. If you look back on the glory days, you will despise the things in your presence, in your present, at which you can be great. If you fear the future, you will miss taking risks to be excellent at many other things. Fathering, career, being a supporter of terrible English football clubs, you know what I'm saying. Men need to take things like fathering seriously, but not in a way that is pass, fail, succeed, or not. It's a day-by-day -day investment of yourself, your love, your energy, and your wisdom, and each one of us has some of that. It is also an encouragement to grow as men for the sake of the coming generation. I had a two-hour conversation with my father-in-law yesterday about my own future. I'm more struggling with fear of being irrelevant in 10 years. That's what I'm wrestling with today as a man making some decisions about the direction of my ministry and where I ought to be investing my time and energy. I also have to pay for college somehow or somehow the Lord will get some scholarship to my smart kids. Yeah, I'm bragging on my kids. It's all unknown to us, but beautifully so. We trust in the gracious hand of providence and we make him first and foremost in our families, our work, and in his mission. If we do that, we will be okay or as Bob Marley once said, every little thing is going to be all right. Now, we have a trinity that's more important than three little birds, do we not? Yes, we do. And I closed with this little postscript. And don't be idiots and do idiot things that will wreck our lives. You know, the, the Bible says, watch your life and doctrine, persevere in them. In doing so, you'll save yourself and your hearers. First Timothy 4 
um, or a modern uh, paraphrase in some sort of uh, message part two uh, paraphrase translation might be you better keep checking yourself before you start wrecking yourself well today i want to just stress the importance of generations older folk younger folk younger folk older folk right shorties old heads all the way up and down very important that we value one another. This is something I think in modern society that's lost, maybe by our curated uh, video games, Netflix music, that we feel like generations don't get each other. You know, you get old and you're like, what are these kids, these music, them kids are listening to that hippity hop, what is going on? Yeah, we're doing that when you're old. Maybe you're young and you think everybody's uh, not quite as uh, with it and on point as you. And it's, it's to our own detriment, friends, right? It's to our own detriment. One of the things that's in the Psalms, right? The Psalms in the Bible, uh, Old Testament, Hebrew Bible, the Hebrew Psalms, uh, beautiful, emotional, worshipful, wisdom-filled songs, right? The songbook, the playlist in the Bible has a lot to say. And one of the things... Uh, that you run across to is this generational aspect of life. Psalm 145 says, I will extol you. I'll lift you up, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Generations do many things for one another, but one of the things they do is pass on things, important things, things like the worship of God, right? The most powerful evangelistic force of people coming to faith in Christ is families. You know, I I came to to faith through an organization reaching out to university, college athletes, Division I athletes on the college campus. Guy shared the good news of Jesus with me. Um, God steps in and changes my life. But... The most common way, numerically, probably easy to prove this, it's probably so overwhelming, no study needs to be done, is mothers and fathers, grandparents uh, and kids sharing the faith together generation by generation. Wisdom is also passed down, right? We learn how to do basic things in society. Think about it. If if we didn't pass on the ability to create certain things, uh, where would where would we be culturally today? Like things like, hey, how, how do you make that fire? Right? <laughs> People start making fires and stuff, or or how do you make a wheel? Or what's a lever? Right? Or or how do we cr- create a pulley system? These things, I mean, maybe technological, right? Uh, but they're very important to pass on wisdom. You know, hey, hey, how do I, how do I be a dad? How do how do I teach the next generation? Uh, there's a lot of pressure on young men and women when they become parents, right? We need the wisdom from others. Yesterday, man, I can't, I can't tell you how thankful I am for my father-in-law. He and I are walking around the yard, looking at something again, doing something unrelated to a serious uh, conversation. But then, what broke out amongst men doing other things together was a two-hour kind of career consultation. Uh, where my father-in-law just really uh, probed with me, he pressed on me, he believed in me. Um, and he, here's the thing: when you have someone who's older than you, um, and look, let's do this. Let if you're a dad out there, 
how about you do this for your children long term for life right how about that i can't wait man when my son is 46 and wanting to make some changes in life and wanting somebody to kick it around with and i'm gonna go shoot basketball with them or watch watch sports on tv and break it out for two hours i it's a beautiful thing friends when someone older than you more experienced than you um who also by the way you know has your back uh, they don't want anything for, from you in terms of your work. You know, career life is not any office politics you want to. They believe in you. They're cheering for you. And you know they love you. Man, that's a conversation, isn't it? I'm so grateful that the generation ahead of me, particularly in this case, Terry Monroe, spent time with me uh, and helped me think through important things in my life as a man, right? And I hope in some way that you'll have folks uh, that do that for you as well. And I'm I'm trying to be there for brothers. You know, I love my signal chat because chat I love soccer and I like talking junk about how terrible my club is, Manchester United Shambles Club in England now. They're terrible. Um, in my optimistic Manchester United friend, just because somebody from the past, nostalgia uh, is the manager now. He is optimistic. I have no idea why. But that chat for me really isn't about that, although that's what we do. Uh, most every morning sometime where it's nighttime in England and all of us are kind of craw- crawling out into the day. But really, I'm glad to be there for friends. Uh, if I can offer anything that I've learned about being a father, uh, being married three years is a lot different than being married 23 years. Um, so I'm in, man. I love you guys. This is in many ways a podcast that's weird and inspired by you. If you make fun of my rapping, we'll have to battle rap <laughs> on the podcast. No, friends, I promise you that will not, not happen. Look, it's great to interact with those who are before you in the race those who are beside you in the race, and those who are coming after you in the race of life. And don't forget, moms and dads, your own kids need you. Man, be all in there. Can't say that enough. Well, that concludes our main topic for today. Uh, But I do have a little bit of a review-ish. Now, our review-ish professionally produced song I've heard Maybe going into studio to be record our reviewish introduction uh, music that we're having produced by a professional jazz musician. I heard it's going to go into studio maybe May 18th, which is also my anniversary. What a great day May 18th will be this year. So we will have that introduction music someday here very soon for our reviewish segment. So our reviewish sec- segment is where we talk books and texts and movies and things, but we don't care enough to really write anything. I'm not writing a long blog review. We're just doing a little reviewish. Today, reviewish features the sweet swine mine and that is a knockoff on both smoking meat, swine, pigs, right? Um, thank God for pigs. Um, and uh, a Guns N' Roses song. So if you can't feel that, man, if you can't feel that, oh, sweet swine mine um, you're not feeling me. Anyway, Jesus and his kindness. In Mark, I believe it's chapter 7. I should look it up, be responsible, but I'm almost positive it's Mark chapter 7, where he declares all food clean. In other words, you can eat bacon. This is a big deal. You can eat ribs, right? Um, Christianity can flourish in China. Right? <laughs> Got some friends that live in China, man. They like to eat the swine, right? You know what I'm saying? The pigs. But anyway, if you're our Jewish friends or our Muslim friends, look, man, you can smoke premium select chickens, halal, kosher type meats. You can do that too, man. 
But today's review is just about the sweet swino mine, Red Box Smoker. Now, the story behind this, you can see it on YouTube. If you want to uh, search out the Red Box Sweet Swine of Mine Smoker, you can look at the history of this thing. It was a, fi- a professional competition-style smoker that was being sold by a company, I think, called Backwoods. And it was just a hard thing to produce at a reasonable price, and so they kind of let it go out of distribution. And another guy named Mark Lambert, shout out Mark, um, bought the plans, like the CAD drawings, how to design and engineer this thing, and then mass-produced it, brought the price down, and made a little backdoor smoker. We're not talking about a pellet smoker, friends. Not hating on your pellet smoker if you got one. But I asked my brother one time, should I get a pellet smoker? And he's like, are you kidding me? My brother's a professional barbecue cooker uh, in competition stuff in Memphis, Tennessee. He said, do not get a pellet smoker. You can't control temperature. Long story, but you don't want that. And my brother sent me and paid for it. Man, this is a gift, man. To me, I was floored. Man, I was brought to tears, right? The sweet swine of mine red box smoker. It's a small backyard competition level. Hold It'll hold 250 degrees for hours using charcoal, y'all. Well, that thing is smoking on my back porch right now. And tonight, friends, I'm going to eat some ribs. And I'm going to thank Mark 7, Jesus, declaring it clean. I'm going to kill them ribs. Well, Sweet Swine of Mine, check them out, S-S-O-M-D, Sweet Swine of Mine Distributors, S-S-O-M-D.com. You could hook up with one of them things. I'm not sponsored by them. Our podcast is the underground, man. We're not We're not being paid off by anybody doing reviewish. Also, Sweet Swine of Mine rubs, got to have a good rub, make it, make it taste right. And sauces, right? You want to sauce your barbecue, uh, you want a good sauce, Sweet Swine of Mine rubs. You can buy them online, but you know what? You can buy it at Lowe's Home Improvement Store. Um, and a shout-out, Mark Lambert, founder of that. My brother runs a distribution warehouse for them in Tennessee. I think they might be in Mississippi just over the line there. But uh, anyway, that's my reviewers today. Sweet swine of mine. Check them out. Well, finally, the weekend does cometh. I'll be preaching uh, from the Psalms this Sunday at my home church in Valley Bible Church in Radford, Virginia. If you're in the local area, Blacksburg, Seaburg, Virginia, Southwest Virginia. Join us, man, 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock, man. I'm preaching Psalm 1 and 2. And also, Sunday is Mother's Day, so remember your mama. And if you're married and have kids, help your children remember your wife. Now, Psalm 145, let me end with this because it's going to connect that generational idea with some singing, right, singing, and some praise to God. I will extol you, O God, my King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I'll bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to the other and shall declare your mighty acts. And then it closes this way. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate they shall speak of the might of their awesome, your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundance goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. Sing some songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. Maybe a little hip-hop flow to the glory of God this weekend. The Gospel Underground is a joint production of Power of Change and the Bonhoeffer House. Review us on iTunes. Don't reviewish us. Review us on iTunes. Drop some paragraphs of appreciation. Five-star reviews are acceptable. 
Send your feedback, comments, and or questions you might want us to take up here. We will take up your questions on the underground to info at gospelunderground.org. We are a dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture. And today, we're smoking those premium select meats. I'm going to eat me some ribs. Peace.